Hello, and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. And I am your host for today, Maya Moore. On today's episode, we are joined by Hansley Kazo. Hansley is an American educator and culture enthusiast. His ESL career began in 2007, teaching in private and public schools in Japan. Currently, he is an English language fellow with the US State Department. And Hansley is joining us today to share some tips about a pretty important topic, and that is how to avoid burnout. Yes. Welcome, Hensley. Hey, thank you for having me again, Maya. Great to be here. Yes, appreciate you being here and you're joining us for a somewhat serious topic, right? Usually we're talking about, you know, tips to, to help our students learn and engage with English language. Uh, but now we're talking about, you know, ways that we can support teachers and, and just avoiding the, the pitfalls of burnout, right? And I, I, 100%, and I think that's something that as uh, teachers, oftentimes we're, we're given a lot in the classroom, you know, we're moving for our students, but you be, I, sometimes I'm surprised when you ask some questions, how much we don't do for ourselves and manage ourselves. That's so true. It's almost like teachers take on a bit of a, a caretaking role. You know, we learned heard a lot lately about how caretakers need to take time for themselves. And it's the same for teachers. We, we teachers give so much of themselves to our students, to parents, to the administration, to everybody else. But it's like, let's kind of turn the mirror to ourselves and, and say, how can we take care of ourselves. Let's, let's practice self-care and let's help each other, um, you know, navigate stressful situations and avoid burnout because a burnout can lead to, um, you know, just leaving the profession because you're, you're just done, right? You can't do anymore. And this is the thing too. It's, it's like, you know, I speak from a teacher's perspective. So any administrators, uh, this is no personal anything. However, you know, it's oftentimes administration has their own needs and worries and teachers often get forgotten and teachers, we, you know, just thinking about when I, you know, as a public school teacher, my job was making sure I was being good at being at service for the students, right? Making sure that my, my lesson plans was all right. I had activities and all these other things, you know, even outside of the paperwork, mm. you know, you, you might get cases of students I can't believe this happened to them. I got to report this or you're dealing with that, like worrying about students' own well-being. We kind of take that on. Yeah, no, that's true because it isn't, at this time, it isn't just just teaching, which is a lot, you know, that, that's a, a heavy responsibility. But I think that there's also an expectation that you make sure that your students are, you know, that their needs are being met in other ways. You know, you're, you're observing the students to make sure that, do they look well? Do they look like they've had a meal? You know, do you see any signs of maybe housing insecurity? All of those things. So there's so much that goes into being in the classroom um, aside from the lesson plan. So yeah, really, really interested to, to hear more about like your journey with avoiding burnout, kind of what, what brought you to this, what, what are the signs of it and what we can do to avoid it? 
so what really brought this about to be honest with you was 2020 that pandemic oh yes uh the pandemic you know when there was no restriction on access to me no restriction on you know when i'm available i'm stuck in a in a in a house or in a room or in a situation for eight hours or you know six to eight hours depending on where you're teaching right that situation whether we knew it or not was stressful people gained weight people had uh breakdowns things of that nature from the lack of social interaction and then moving back into the classroom all these things even if you weren't taking virtual side out of it even being in the classroom uh you know from the moment some of us walk into the building we're on go before you even get to your classroom you got to check with the principal or this counselor or that administrator this nurse about some student about what happened or things of that nature. And then you get to your classroom and it's all about preparing for the next class in your whole day. So when our brains are always on go, we're just thinking of the next task we have to get done. This is how stress and burnout occur because we're not thinking about ourselves, but we're thinking about all the different things we have to do. The pandemic was, was very challenging for everyone. And you're right about that, that almost 24 hour access that I think students and parents expected to have to teachers. And maybe some of that carried over after the pandemic started. People still want to have that, you know, around the clock access to you. Yeah. So what, what have you observed or um, have found for, for yourself, maybe or observed in other teachers are these kind of signs of, of burnout or things we can look out for? So you can tell where teachers are uh, by the time of the year. And this might go, I'm, I'm speaking in terms of public school. However, if you are in the private sector or university sector, this might also apply. But beginning of the session or school year, everything's hunky-dory, like the, 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 the honeymoon phase, right? School started, decided to be there, still have time to go out after work, maybe you know get some laundry done or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> as a school, yeah, you have energy towards the, I, I would like to say Thanksgiving. So that was, that's usually like November time, but you know, once you get a couple of tests in and the first chapters of class are in there and you, you know, work starts piling up, you get a little bit of stress, right? And that's, you know, maybe a little tired. Um, you're not as, you're not completing all the tasks on time a little bit might be a little behind on some things, but it's not so bad. You're still managing, right? So then towards usually right before the big break, if you are in public school, which is Christmas, it's like you're, you know, stressed out. You're like waiting for everything to, you know, finish all these tests, maybe midterms if you take them. Uh, you know, even if you are in the mid, the midpoint of your semester in the university, it could feel like the same thing. So as stress builds, you know you're stressed if this is where it's you should really start paying attention. If you're missing duties, like administrative duties, or if you're not completing tasks efficiently, uh, you, you find yourself not caring about certain things, maybe you're a little agitated. Mm -hmm. And here's the biggest one. If you start bringing some of these feelings home, right? Maybe your significant other, 
you start being a little bit more testy with them or if you have children with your children. Uh, and that's a sign that, okay, maybe, you know, you're a little stressed out, right? And burnout, there's a difference between burnout and stress. You know, burnt stress is like just feeling a little overwhelmed, fatigued, mm -hmm. things like that. But burnout is when you're just done, right? You're not, um, maybe it's affecting you physically. Uh, burnout can affect you physically. Stomach, uh, gastrointestinal issues, um, headaches, all kinds of things. If you start noticing physical symptoms, then really, really, uh, you know, you have to start paying attention to yourself. Right. Yeah. I, and thank you for making that distinction and, and just stating there is a distinction between stress and burnout because there's in all different types of stress. Some stress is good. Some stress is, is not so good. But I, I think the point that you're making is that that bad stress, that feeling of being overwhelmed, the, the greater that builds and builds and builds without being addressed, that leads to burnout. And, and then it, once you're at burnout, it's almost like it's, it's difficult to turn back. It's difficult to reverse it and walk that back once it takes that physical and mental toll. And, and here's the real, in Maya, look, this is the real dangerous part about it too. Is it's the thing is, is that we often don't notice these symptoms until we're already there. Yeah. Well into it, you know, and that's, that would, that's really what we need to stay on top of. But, um, and that's what makes it kind of concerning. It is very concerning because we, you know, as a society, as a communities, we really need our and want our teachers to be healthy and whole. And you know, we need to recognize that teachers are whole human beings. They have a whole life outside of the classroom and you know, everything that comes with the responsibilities that they have outside of the classroom. So we, we want to do what we can to support teachers and just to support the teaching community. So you know, what, what can we do if, if we notice that we have these, these signs of burnout or we're at the, the tip of, you know, the, the iceberg, right? We're just on the edge of the cliff with the stress level. What can we do once we notice these signs to, to turn things around? So what, that's a good question. So what can you do? One, uh, if you can just even do things beforehand. Uh, so that is some things that you can do yeah. is number one, make time for yourself. That is number one, whether it be, I know some teachers, they like to get to school an hour early. So that way they can settle in for the day, maybe read a newspaper, drink a coffee. And just one thing I used to love to do is I would get in like, 30, 40 minutes early, I would watch a news, 10 minute news program, definitely have my egg and cheese because I'm from New Jersey <laughs> and a coffee or like a tea or something. Right. And just spend that time. No students involved, no administration. Nobody's going to bother me in my classroom. That's what I did. And it helps. And it really does help me center for the day. There was definitely a difference between when I had time to do that. And then when I would running late and was got to make sure this lesson's in here make sure, you know, and then, you know, right. you're running into the class on go. Right. Yes. I, I remember those days. Just like 
straight to the classroom, trying to get yeah. organized, trying to get set up, trying to get the audiovisual, you know, technology to work for you. And it's a very rushed, st- stressful start to the day. And it, it's yeah. almost like how you start the day is, is setting the tone for the rest of the day, right? Yeah, and it could be hard. And then once the day gets going, it could be hard to find time for yourself during the day. Because even though during, you have lunchtime, uh, and as much as we'd like to leave it for ourselves, oftentimes you have to run and prepare a test or uh, meet a parent. Maybe you have to, you know, do something else. So a little time beforehand is helpful. If you don't have time before school, make time after school. Uh, definitely make sure. I mean, I'm a big person about not taking work home. And I know that might be difficult as a teacher. So, because <laughs> yeah. like all we do is grade papers at home. Uh, but yeah, if I didn't, I, I really had the mentality of if I didn't get it done at school. So I would stay, I will caveat this and say, I would stay late at school to finish whatever work I needed to get done. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we're yeah. all so wondering, like, how, how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you <laughs> right. If school ended at 4 p.m., I would definitely walk out of the building at 6, maybe 6, sometimes 6.30, right? I would, give, I would definitely give myself a cutoff time to leave. But yeah, I would stay at school late. But the cool thing was I got to go home, play my video games, not even care about nothing because I did it. And I'm done. Okay. So that's important. Make time for yourself before class, before classes start, before school, or afterwards. The most important yeah. thing is make the create that time for yourself and do something that you enjoy. Yeah. Okay. And and here's the here's the other thing too. I'm gonna add one more. If if you can't do that before or after, maybe you have family obligations or something like that, give yourself a day. I mean, normally, right, we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In my head, this is how it usually goes. You know, Friday night is, you know, go out night, whatever. But Saturday would be a good day to relax and hang out. And then Sunday, usually you're thinking about the following week for teaching. General conception, maybe it's not your mental idea. However, this is how it formulated for myself. Um, That being said, Saturday was my day for me. Right. And if I needed that time to relax, I'd take it on Saturday for sure. Okay. I like that. So, so to, to wrap up for our listeners, we're really talking about creating, you know, habits, routines, space for yourself so that you're not even getting stressed. You're not even getting highly stressed. You're not getting a burnout. We're not even talking about reversing it. We're just saying, how can we avoid getting there in the first place? And Hansley's first tip is, you know, make some time for yourself in the morning. Maybe come into school half an hour, 40 minutes early, read the newspaper, look at your social media feed, Insta, TikTok, whatever, you know, tickles your fancy, whatever you get into, do that before classes start and ease into your day. If you don't have that time, consider maybe staying a little bit late. I I like this extra little tip that you snuck in here. Consider a whole twist on things and stay a little bit late at school, finish your work at school, go home, no work to do at home. 
You get to go home, enjoy your life, your friends, your family, whatever you want to do, but you're free and you have some time at home just to play video games, watch your favorite TV shows, whatever. I, I, I like yeah. that. I think that's a great tip to try. Why not try it for a week? See how that, see see how that makes you feel. See what happens. Yeah. And then our last tip is to take a day. So Hansley is saying, find a day in the week, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, you're right. Usually Sunday is that lesson prepping time, but maybe Saturday is your day. If you can't do that, maybe even half a day, right? Hansley, maybe, maybe half a day, half a day, as long as you find the time for yourself. And I'm going to add one more thing. Make sure you turn off your notifications from your school. I mean, it's a common thing, right? I don't know why administrators think it's a great idea to email me on Saturday night, <laughs> but you know, but we, we can't help but like kind of look at it anyways. Right. No, when you're clocked out, you're clocked out. Remember that. Love it. I, I hope you all heard that. When you're done, you're done for the day. Turn off the notifications for your Gmail, whatever email you're getting from the school, turn that off once you're done for the day and definitely done for the week. So we'll we'll make that our final tip. That's one that I love, I live by that. So thank you for, for adding that in there, Hansle. And um, thank you again for, for joining us, for being a friend of the TTELT podcast. Uh, always a pleasure, always a pleasure. Appreciate it. And, and thank you to our listeners for joining another episode of TTELT brought to you by Educators Worldwide. You can follow, like, or subscribe, or and really all three of them, and subscribe to TTELT on any social media platforms that you follow. And we hope that you'll try these tips this week. You know, there's there's nothing really to lose here in making time for yourself and, and just really creating a, a routine or a habit of self-care. And so when you do try these tips, we'd love to hear about how they change your life, hopefully, how they change things for you. So please share those with us. You can leave us a comment or a voice message on social media or at ttelt.org. You can also follow Hans Kazo at ESL underscore Hans. That's ESL underscore H-A-N-S. Thank you so much for listening, everyone.